Hey, Danny. <laughs> oh, no. So, I thought it might be a good idea since we're going to revisit Chapstick <laughs> to get my phone fastened to my jawbone this right. time. Last time I had my phone fastened to my jawbone. This is really unpleasant. I, I could have told you. What? I don't even know how to check my text now. This is all the stuff that happened to me. Why don't you learn from my mistakes? Mm. Is that funny enough? Is that funny <laughs> enough, dick? <laughs> when it comes to relationships, and I don't mean just with girls, your illustrations always point out just what's wrong with me is chapstick and chap lips and things like chemistry. It's chapstick and chap lips and things like it's chapstick and chap lips and things like it's chapstick and chap lips and things like chemistry. Hello everyone and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. Hello. In front of me sits gatekeeper of the bits. <laughs> I just we, we had nothing, and so you just looked at me, and I was like, uh, "Okay, here, this is why I'm not good at improv." Like, no, you're very, well. It was just like most of the, mostly the same from our original episode. Well, yes, I just thought that what was funny was that I was doing the switcheroo. I was doing the thing instead of you. I understand, and I was just looking for a little, a little punch to take us into the song. Just a little bit of a punch. Do we have to redo it again now? No. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. <laughs> this is what we're leaving you with before we, we go on vacation for two weeks. We take a break. This is the Sadie Hawkins Pod way. This is the Danny and Jessica way. Make it as awkward as possible yep. right before we don't talk to you guys for two weeks. But we will talk to you because we're taking a microphone with us and yep. we are traveling to the East Coast to, and we are definitely, it seems. Even more likely than ever that we're going to the Boston show because we we are going to the Florida Orlando show, and then we're flying to the Boston show. And we were like kind of up in the air, like how do we get there and when do we get there and all that stuff. And we figured it out. We have all our flights to from no, we have our flights to <laughs> Florida to Boston back to Florida back to California. We have them all figured out. So, barring any weather interruptions or anything else, we yep. are going to be in Boston as well as Orlando. Woo. My dad's letting us stay at his house for free, which is nice because he normally charges us. My parents are also letting us stay at our at their house for free, which they're they never charge us. They're very excited that we're coming. So, <laughs> oh well, your parents just aren't about the money. I guess they're taking care of April when while we, we go, go to Boston. To Boston. Right? We they're were like, very oh, good. Excited. We don't need to take Bo- April on four flights. We'll just take April on two flights because she hates flying. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we. But felt- she loves Grandma and Grandpa, right. so she is going to be very excited. Exactly. So we were again just trying to pick like easy episodes, things that we don't have to. <laughs> we're being lazy. This is it. It wasn't that easy. It wasn't that easy though. But we're trying to figure like things that you know are just fun. Things that are just fun. Lazy. What did you do? I redid my deep dive. I didn't redo my whole deep dive. <laughs> so we're redoing. My YouTube deep dive. I didn't well, redo one the of us thing. was lazy. Well, so we are redoing our third episode ever 
we're redoing chapstick, chap lips, and things like chemistry. And this is something we've been threatening to do more of. The only time we've done this so far is when we redid Hello McFly. So we're skipping over pressing on. Just as randomly as we pick songs to do every week, we will randomly select episodes to redo. And this one felt ripe, rife. What's the word? Is it ripe or rife? This one felt <laughs> rife. <laughs> rife. This one felt poised to be redone. Well, actually, I guess it's ripe for the picket. Right. And so then there's the other one. Do is they ripe. all fit? I don't know. I, maybe. Any and all. Well, it's like you got another thing coming or you got another think coming. It's like sometimes there are these things that they sound very similar, but they both technically work. Can't see the forest for the cemetery or can't see the forest <laughs> for the cemetery. Right. They both work. Yeah. Yeah. But only one is true, and it's and, not the one we wanted. Yeah, the other one's better than, than that yeah, one. Yeah, the, 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 the one he didn't pick was better. <laughs> so this one felt right to redo because this is such an early episode. And we have, you know, when we redid Hello McFly, we had these years worth of deep diving into Reliant K's material, which it's not just that we have figured out things about individual songs as we've gone through we figured out things about albums and and matt teeson as a songwriter and relying k as a thing you know we figured out all these other themes that repeat and everything and those are things that we had not figured out in our third episode aside from the aesthetic podcasting choices like maybe we didn't have our bits together yet actually i think the bits never come together what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) they never get better (laughs) I mean, I mean, our bits with I, I said bits, which is what we call the openings of the show. But I meant like our our formats, uh, like I our see. format and stuff. I see, like the different sections, like the different sections, and how I now research a song and everything. Which is, all, you know, this is all discussion we talked about when we redid versus Hello when we first started, and you said, ah, just just run the mics, let's go, no research. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, for instance, when I was looking on YouTube, I was finding all kinds of older videos. I'm like, I don't remember talking about this. I don't remember talking about this. And it was pretty easy to figure out where we started from because I would I would go where we left off last time we did Chapstick because I did a YouTube, 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 I did a YouTube search for Relying K Chapstick. And then I sorted it by most recent video. And then I worked backwards. And then eventually I found our episode. So I'm like, okay, well, everything before our episode was definitely not talked about in the last one. Nice. But then as I went past our episode, I found other stuff that I just didn't remember. Now, we deliberately, just like with Hello McFly, we deliberately did not listen back to our old episode. And I think it's 50-50 either way. But I think we made the right decision because we did it when we redid Hello McFly. And I think this will be the way we redo songs in the future is we don't want the knowledge of what we said last time to to we want it just to be expressed from what we've learned about Reliant K recently as if we've never done this song knowing that we did and maybe remembering things we talked about back then but not deliberately going back to be reminded of everything we thought two years ago about this song now why did you pick chapstick to return to this week was it are we allowed to promote this yet even though it's not coming out for a while what, the Batman? <laughs> <laughs> no, that already came out, and we both know we each have thoughts. Anyway, no, we're going to be guests on the Church Jams Now podcast. Right. and So there's a podcast called the Church Jams Now podcast, and yeah, I guess we can talk about it, that it happened. But we they are an album-by-album album podcast, and we appeared are going to appear on their Two Lefts episode. So that also, that put everything in our heads about, you know, revisiting 
two lefts. Uh, then Mal Soros on Twitter has been campaigning for them to play this song live in Atlanta on the Amyator. And there was, and then Batman is out, and there, this song references Batman. So it would just seem like this convergence of coincidences. <laughs> I always want to use big words, and I'm never fully comfortable if I got it right. You know what's more fun than the Batman? The Batman ride. Yep. Well, I was going to say this song and literally everything else in the so world. So no spoilers. But this, yeah. But we are a classic Siskel and Ebert pair right yep. here. Jessica hated one the Batman. Of us, well, no. One of us gives it a thumbs up and one of us gives it a thumbs down. Right. It's a skip. One of us says it's, it's great. Yeah. It's a must-see. It's a must-see television. It's not television. No, I, I really enjoyed it. It was a full Batman. No spoilers. <laughs> it was just a full Batman story. And Jessica didn't appreciate and, and everyone knows this. It's completely humorless. <laughs> it's like totally humorless. I think there was one laugh. And we had a mostly packed house. We had like 75% full. And there was one laugh in the movie. I just, I don't see why every new Batman movie has to be like, this time, it's going to be darker and grittier than ever before. Like to the point where we're just going to the, to the point where just, like, everyone's dead. It's just a, it's just, yeah, it just, <laughs> I, I it's want, the good, it just turns into the good dinosaur. It just is depressing and keeps getting more and more depressing. And oh, then the it like, has a slight way more lift depressing and, than Matt Reeves, Batman. The good is dinosaur it? is more depressing than Zack Snyder's <laughs> anything. It's so funny because Zack Snyder's movie, it really seems like a Marvel movie compared to uh, the Batman beautifully shot looks looks fantastic loved the look of the film but in terms of the humor and big it's completely void of personality yeah well no i don't i don't agree that it's void of personality that's jessica's opinion yeah we're we're trying we're traipsing around here because uh traipsing around here ah i keep wanting to use these big words and i keep not getting them right because i don't want to spoil anything but maybe we'll do a the batman patreon oh my gosh (laughs) it definitely didn't need to be three hours long i agree with that look torture porn batman is super boring batman's not doing the torture porn This was the most 2005 movie that didn't come out of 2005. No one needs to go back to 2005. Like, unless you're, like, going to see Reliant K on their mm mm-hmm tour, (laughs) then we can go back to 2005. But Reliant K is, like, the best thing to come out of the aughts. Like, come on. We just went back to 2005 with our patreon.com slash Sadie Hawkins pod episode on Gnarls Barkley's Crazy. Did that come out in 2005? I don't know. I don't know when did that come out. (laughs) Don't think that but like 2007. A, when did Crazy by Gnarls Barkley be released? <laughs> 2006. There you go. Um, you know we were very in in a very similar time frame with with the with our two Patreons last month with having Gnarls Barkley true. Crazy and Twilight. They're only a year apart. And now we're talking about the Batman. Mm. That's right. It all ties with back with the to least work. of all the Batman. Everything ties back to the Twilight Patreon episode, the most important <laughs> podcast ever released. Go get your spend your money. Go listen to us talk about the first Twilight soundtrack. 
Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I liked it. Whatever. We'll move on from the Batman because I don't want to hit on spoilers, even like mild spoilers. I was trying to remember if when we started this, and I feel like we must have when we started this podcast, since this was our third episode, if we had been to Magic Mountain at that point, and I'm like, we must have, and we must have maybe talked about it because Magic Mountain is the Six Flags here in the greater Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. It's in Santa Clarita. And it where, is where Drew Barrymore is a zombie. <laughs> is that show still on? No, I don't think so. Well, that, I mean, it's, it's always going to. Is it? Be did there. that get more than one season? Maybe two. Like, it might have got three. I never oh, saw it. Oh, oh, good for them. So, Magic Mountain is a very interesting place because, despite having like n- somewhat newer rides and and newer like you know incorporating DC properties and everything, like like they do. Uh, a good portion of that park still looks like they have not updated it since the 70s or 80s, which is fantastic if you just want to wander around a pretty dilapidated looking uh, theme park. Yeah, it was like, it's like going into a a, a, clo- a dead mall, but it's not dead yet. It's yeah. technically not dead and it's, it's just dying. Full. Yeah. Because they were like, those that thing that put, was put in every mall and amusement park in the 90s where it's the giant tubes filled with candy across the <laughs> ceiling but it was like real candy like runts and yeah. whoppers and stuff yeah like that was just still no, there. there's no chocolate but right, the runts the all of the yeah any non-meltable candy you're right yeah but you could see mold because they had <laughs> so been in there gross. for decades was so gross. i remember like, oh. that was a big installation yeah. that would get put in everywhere i think it was in every movie candy store every like, candy yeah. store got the tubes and they'd fill it with candy and it was just for, like, decoration. Yeah, you couldn't actually... It would make you think, oh, the candy I'm taking from the tube that's accessible comes from up there, but it doesn't. That's just across the ceiling, locked in there. But it's still but all those candy shops food. went. Yeah, all those candy shops went out of business before they had time to right. discolor and mold and not, not Magic Mountain, though. Right. They still have the, like... The, the place where they had the disco back in the 70s, just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't remember if we went to... No, I got sick the last time we went to Magic Mountain. I actually got, like, physically sick, and I couldn't go on any roller coasters. Not from being at the park, but I was actually... it was That's when my stomach, my esophagus issues right. years ago were at their worst, and I'm like, I can't... We, di- we were going to do the Batman ride. Right. We did stand in line... We started to get in line for it, and Danny was like, I'm not feeling well, and I was looking at it like... I feel like we're going to die on this ride. (laughs) And I I grew up like in the theme park capital of the world. And I was still like, yeah, I, I, this is not Disney or Universal. I don't, I don't trust the safety precautions they're taking here. I don't trust that somebody's testing this regularly. It looks like it might fall apart. Right. Sorry, Six Flags. Well, (laughs) um, yeah. I don't think I've ever been on... The, no, I've been on the Batman ride. We went on it later. The second time we went back, I did go on the Batman ride. We have only been to Magic Mountain a total of one time. But then did we do the Batman ride? We must have done the Batman ride. 
Did we just go through? Oh, we went through the queue and then we chickened out because I was feeling sick. Right. Because I have a, such a strong memory of the queue. Because yeah. it, it's not as it's not as intricate. The one in Magic Mountain. I don't know what the Batman ride is like everywhere else. It's not as intricate as like a Disney or a Universal dark ride where it has like a like an interactive like you're really walking. The queue is like you're walking into the world of the movie. But they tried to do that a little bit with the with the Magic Mountain Batman ride where as you're walking through there are like some cars sitting around and it's supposed to be like you're kind of in like a like an industrial area somewhere in Gotham but it's not like fully executed but yeah that's right okay we ba- we backed out we checked out I checked out I was sick I had a I had acid reflux issues at the time. I went on the Batman ride at Great America, Six Flags Great America. You bought me a shirt when I, you came home. I did. That's right. It said uh I like the tall dark silent type. <laughs> we were still just dating. We weren't engaged yet. And I bought it uh, myself a Supergirl shirt before I was a major Supergirl fan. Yeah. <laughs> It's like blondes have more fun. That's right. I remember that shirt. So anyway, the song. <laughs> is there anything else you want to borrow, though? Is there anything else you want to say about the Batman ride stuff? I'm sure we talked about all this. I think we actually read the Wikipedia for the Batman ride last time. Oh, that's how I wanted to start off this episode. Jessica, do yes. you remember where and how we recorded this original episode, episode three of the podcast? Is this the one that we tried to do in the bedroom? Yes. Okay. It was the weirdest setup. Not that anyone listening would ever know this or or like care, but to me, it's so funny and bizarre. Is early on, we didn't yet have this thing, this arm that holds the, the blue Yeti up in the middle of the kitchen table. You know, we record now in our kitchen table. Our kitchen is our podcast studio. But early in this podcast, we were trying to figure out what sounded best. So we're like, well, the bedroom has a lot of soft spaces. So maybe that'll be better acoustic wise. We got this little, we got, we took one of our little tables. I think we only, we took one of our little tables that we use, like putting at the side when you eat TV dinners. (laughs) And we just kind of like huddled together in a corner of the bedroom. It's not a TV tray though. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's like a nice wood and iron. It's uh, it's actually what we put the computer on to the side right now. It's like to make a desk on the, on the side. Yeah. It's like more like a, like a couch desk. Yeah. But yeah, it was the weirdest setup that we were just kind of like huddled together to the side, to the wall, to the side of the bed, between the bed and the wall, because we were like, this sounds great. And we're just like, you know, we did have the arm. We were trying to put it on either the little desk, which absolutely was not going to work. It was going to fall over. And so instead, I think I attached it to, at that time, we had our record shelf, our like record cubes in the bedroom. And I'm pretty sure I attached it to that. But we were like cramped beside the one side of the bed. I can't describe how (laughs) weird it was. We were (laughs) along our bed. There's no like desk. I remember you being so irritated about it too. Like like we were huddled together. Like it was it was not like a conducive place for work. I was like, but Dan, the sound it it just sounds so much better in here. And clearly, we don't care about that anymore. It's not like our old podcast about the Sci Fi (laughs) Channel show we did, where we would literally record in bed. We'd sit in the bed like like teens going over boy magazines and like 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 the babysitters club we would be sitting excuse me we'd be sitting in bed and hiccuping burping like i just did we actually yeah we actually literally but then with with that i was like hey jessica said i know it's good that i know my type and yeah (laughs) exactly so chapstick chaplets and things like chemistry this song rocks 
This song is really it good. It's such a great kickoff to the album, even though it's not the kickoff. It's still a great opener. That's right. Oh, I skipped my top of show notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I I happened to skip my top of show notes, but we did talk about two of the things. We saw oh, Batman and we are definitely going to Boston. I love that you put that we saw Batman. I mean, I get I get why it connects. It was gonna but... tell you. The last thing I want to mention from last week was about the AutoZone podcast. We had a lot of good, nice feedback from John Warren himself. And... One thing, and uh, he enjoyed it. I was like, "That's great, thank you." I'm glad we didn't badmouth you, <laughs> like we would, <laughs> as but we do. <laughs> one thing I realized in the edit, and I actually thought about dropping in a correction in the episode, but I just decided not to. Was that I kept saying it's podcast episode nine, but it's actually very confused, and it might not be podcast video podcast episode nine. Oh. It might be episode four, but there's technically an audio episode four, and like the numbers didn't change when they went from audio to video on the official Renan K podcast, so it's very confusing. The file actually says RK podcast four, but there is an audio only podcast four that's different. So I was very confused. Somewhere when I got the file, there was a number nine involved, or maybe I saw a four that looks like a nine, like one of the, the four where the top is close. I don't know. But if you're out there looking for it, um, it's hard to find. Oh, I did retweet that John Schneck tweet where you can get the unlisted link nice. to the video if you want to go look for that. Anyway, going back to Chapstick. This oh, song- I had oh. one more thing to say <laughs> okay. about that. So uh, on the podcast video search, I-, I did not pull out my old iPod video yet to look on there, but... I'm very concerned that this is just like genuinely lost media because I had purchased on iTunes when we were first starting the podcast a copy of Forget Not Slow Down since it wasn't, you know, on Apple Music, which is what I was using at the time streaming. Uh And uh, I don't remember. I don't think it was on Spotify either. And it came with the video webisodes as the like, you know, the little behind the scenes thing for Forget Not Slow Down for the making of the album. So I just went in there to check today because I was like, I know that like those episodes wouldn't be under like this particular like account that I have. Like everything that I purchased when I was younger was through my high school email. And so I don't have access to a lot of the stuff I bought in on iTunes originally. So I went on and there's no longer the video element. Oh. They took it out, and now it's just audio. But I know I u- was able to watch those videos well, when I purchased it. I think those videos are just the full-length, forget not slow down, making of documentary that are on YouTube. Yeah, they are. Okay. But I'm um, saying, like, because the video element oh, was removed, I'm concerned about that... About other things About other things, yeah. That, like, and even if someone did have this, like, on their hard drive, in their iTunes, that right. just because you have the podcast, video version of the podcast in there, it might not still be there. Right. Visually, it might be audio only. Okay. Well, chapstick. <laughs> Jessica, do you have any chapstick you can lend me? Because your lips hurt real bad? My lips hurt real bad. Oh, we we're going to talk about Napoleon Dynamite later. Don't worry about it. Oh, good. Yeah, we've, I found a Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> thing that I do not think came up last time. Oh, and we're going to play a little bit of our original podcast after we finish. That's how we closed the show. That's how we did it for Hello, McFly. So um, one thing I realized in hindsight, well, not in hindsight, but at this point where we are in the Reliant K discography 
is this song is well first of all like this you know i always knew the song's just a banger it's just fun it's just a really fun song it's not that common reliant k form of dun 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 like sadie hawkins dance right Right. that you know that one local it was it the local wave or it was that radio station interview where hoops was like it gets tedious doing dun 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 every show for sadie hawkins dance and then we realized how many songs do that what did i do did i say no you did i was gonna make a bad a bad pun (laughs) okay well, anyway, I'll move on from that. I was going to say it was the local construction interview. It was bad. You said local is immediately where my head went. I apologize. Well, anyway, I will pretend you didn't say that. That's humiliating. Listeners, please <laughs> do the same. So, um, yeah, when, you know, it's not that common thing of Reliant K doing the dun 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 thing. It's just a driving fun song. It feels like pressing on which is pressing on might be my favorite one of my favorite early first three gear songs but this is like pressing on like like matured a little bit and like even better like the lessons from anatomy of tongue-in-cheek amped up to 11 is what i think of chapstick chap lips and things like chemistry and then after doing that the album deep dive for the church jams now podcast which isn't out yet, <laughs> just to remind everyone, isn't not out at the time of this, uh, I realized how this song fits in lyrically with everything we've f- sort of figured out about Reliant K over the last two and a half years. And that's that this song is, and these are definitely things we didn't know when we recorded our third episode. This song is a little bit abstract. It's pretty abstract. It's pretty abstract. It's secular. It's not religious i mean any religious connection connotation any bible verses you want to connect to this song that's perfectly within your interpretation your rights is it someone who's listening to and interpreting it but it's a secular song it's funny that you say it's abstract because i'm like i don't think it's abstract at all well it's it's a little not in the way that you look at like how what you would classify as abstract in reliant k is like right song catalog it's to me my interpretation and i don't know what my original interpretation was two and a half years ago but my interpretation of this is that this is kind of like a almost like a tone poem of life in high school and life in relationships during high school and i don't mean just with girls i mean with everyone because there's all these little references to like going on like a supervised trip to an amusement park and like having chapstick and maybe like sharing chapstick with friends and a girl you like and having to do your chemistry work and then the fact that chemistry the meaning of chemistry in this song kind of denotes the idea of help me with my chemistry meaning like help me with my chemistry homework but also help me with my chemistry as in my relationships with girls but then also help me with chemistry as in my relationships with everyone so there's it's kind of like this like this stew of just, you know, feelings, of themes, of tones, of lo- of the confusing... Classic or Yeah, of the confusingness of living a life in high school. But then what makes it abstract compared to some other Reliant K songs is that it's constant. is that the theme, as it's presented, is constantly moving. There's no, like, a Sadie Hawkins dance or mood rings. You're not... Be, you're, there's no time to rest in terms of getting an understanding of what he's singing about. He's constantly shifting 
the ideas throughout the song. Like one second we're in an amusement park, next second we're doing chemistry homework, next second we're using chapstick, whatever. You're like we're constantly moving if you try to that like pretty much sums up my song. high school experience. And that's why I think <laughs> this kind of like fits that idea of this is like a tone poem for life in high school but i think the whole album is yeah okay the, the whole, whole album, album really feels that way then i realized especially launching straight into mood rings from this song really lends to that idea which i don't think is something i thought of when we originally did the song because i wasn't looking at these album to album i was looking at these just song to song episode to episode of this project we're doing so i realized like mood rings like going from chapstick into mood rings it's like just a it it feels like one in a two in a piece like they're both about like the confusing emotional hormone driven even if you're a good christian kid who isn't thinking about sex or whatever in that context all teens are thinking about sex i know they're all thinking about sex but even if you're not acting on sex or even if you're not like uh you know thinking it's just sex or not object you're objectifying women in a christian way not in a (laughs) sexual way Um, exactly so like putting this unless you're a teenager like me and you're like i just want a boyfriend so i can hold his hand that's how i felt about a girlfriend that's how i felt about a girlfriend (laughs) oh if only we had met no we couldn't have (laughs) no i take it back take it back (laughs) when we started dating i was just so happy i was literally and i'm not like the biggest walmart fan but the day we walked into a walmart holding hand in hand i was like this is nice this is nice just going into a Walmart and moseying around and looking at stuff together. When I was the last it. time we went into a Walmart? You made us go into one in some really weird, like, scary town on Walmart's a, on a chart on a drive at right. one point. Oh, right. Yeah, that was up in uh, in in uh, Victorville. <laughs> no, was... I don't think it was. It was on a drive somewhere. It was in like. Mississippi or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, Danny, I want to get out here. No offense to Mississippi. You have hometown or whatever that nice little HGTV show is. Well, well, the thing about Los Angeles is Walmarts are not a mainstay here. There's like one every 30, 50 miles. There's in the entire city of Los Angeles. I think there's, there's... one in like Van Nuys or Panorama City and another yeah, but in they're Burbank. Not, they're not the mainstays that they are for the rest of the country. Right. They're just like kind of crammed in the corner. They're they're like the, the last place you think that you need to go. Everyone goes to Target in Los Angeles, which okay. I know people go to Target across the country. But Walmarts are really subjugated within the Los Angeles area. But then you get out of Los Angeles into Inland Empire or like I said, Victorville, which is like the town that's sort of like the halfway point between here and Vegas. There's nothing there, but there is a Cracker Barrel now. That's right. But the, the, I remember we walked into the, on our way to Vegas one time, we walked into the Victorville Walmart and I'm like, that's right. This is what a Walmart's supposed to look like. (laughs) It's just so depressing. Like everything about Walmart from like the lighting to like the ambiance is just depressing. When we lived in Florida, we lived in walk. When we had April, when we got April and lived in Florida, we lived in walking distance of a Walmart. It was brand new. They were calling it the boutique Walmart or something. (laughs) And I guess because it was laid out like those awful new targets. I don't know. I don't don't really think we ever went in there. Maybe once when it first opened, we were like, oh, they just finished building. I used to go in there. And I was like, oh, I went in there once and I was like, this literally just opened and it is like, it looks like it's been here for like 30 years. It's so depressing. One time I met a guy in that, we'll get back to the song in a second. (laughs) 
One time I met a guy in the parking lot of that Walmart. <laughs> One time I met a guy in the Walmart? In the Walmart parking lot. One time I met a guy in that Walmart parking lot to do an exchange for eBay. When you and me were collecting oh, right. those Marvel characters. The Tokidoki. To- we were collecting the Tokidoki little... Um, the blind box Marvel characters. Yeah, there were zipper balls. Yeah, and like we bought so many blind boxes and we could not... We have a complete effing, collection. We have a complete collection. But we could not find Captain America <laughs> in a blind box. So I bought one on eBay and it turned out he lived within five miles of us. So I was like, can you meet me at the Walmart parking lot and I'll give you the cash. And he did. did you slow dance? Did you slow dance in the parking lot? Yes. Jordan I, Davis. I love that song. That's my favorite <laughs> Jordan Davis song. <laughs> so, chapstick chaplips and things like chemistry. Right. Um, oh, so, you know, thinking of other songs from albums two and three that are abstract, not fully abstract, like you were saying, not like so abstract that you can't understand what he's singing about. You understand what he's singing about, but there's just a slight level of abstraction that you might not be, you know, that's only in a handful of songs from this time. And when they're in, when abstraction appears in a first three gears song, it's not as successful, right? And the two examples of that that I can think of that I wrote down specifically are these these abstract songs from the first three gears that are religiously Christian based. And they're maybe it's Maybelline and My Way or the Highway. Also be rad. I just I just last second realized, you know, from the from All Work and No Play, be rad is also this kind of abstract where you're like, well, I get what he's singing about being a teenager, but I don't really understand what the heck he's talking about. So those kind of songs, those three I just mentioned, My Way or the Highway, Maybe It's Maybelline, Be Rad, those are like abstract, but lyrically it's not like you're like, what? If you really deep dive, if you deep dive, you're like, what? What's going on? Chapstick, chaplets, and things like chemistry. It's like abstract, but you kind of understand what's going on. And even if you don't, it's a fun ride. Pun intended. It's a fun ride to like fully not understand exactly what he's singing about. Whereas My Way or the Highway and maybe it's Maybelline. When you dig in deep, you're like, (laughs) I don't know what's going on. And I don't know if this is a good time to not know what's going on. Because maybe this is being judgmental. I can't tell. But like, you know, you're just having fun. Like opening up the song with a supervised trip to an amusement park. Like makes such a statement like okay so who doesn't have a cell phone like clearly the supervisors the chaperones are saying who's got a cell phone because we got to team you guys up we got to pair you guys off to go have fun while the sun shines and we want to make sure every every team every team of teens at the park today one of you at least has a cell phone so we can call see i read that as i was thinking It's funny, as you were saying that, I was thinking that line, that verse is so funny because you have something that still absolutely holds up to this day and something that's like, wait, what are nights and weekends? Because they're like, okay, so who doesn't own a cell phone? Well, I don't need to ask my friends because I know mine was fashioned to my jawbone thanks to all those nights and weekends. So like all the kids have cell phones in 2003, which is funny because it's like you think back to like 2003 and I know I had a cell phone then in high school in 2003 but i'm like i know a lot of my friends didn't right yeah well there's two points where he mentions who doesn't have a cell phone 
So I always assumed the opening where he says, okay, so who doesn't have a cell phone who brought back their permission slip because I know no one wants to stay home while the rest of us go out and make a day of it. I That sounded to me like the chaperone, whether this is a school or a youth group situation, you know, a, a chaperone saying, you know, we're going on a supervised trip to Six Flags together as a group today. And who's got a cell phone? I want to know who's got the cell phones. And immediately he says, who brought back their permission slip? Because if you didn't bring your permission slip, you can't get on the bus. You're not going, right? So that's that part. And then halfway through the song, he says again, who doesn't have a cell phone? Well, I don't have to ask my friends. I feel like that point has shifted. Now they're in the park Un, you know, not not directly supervised by the chaperones, but, you know, expected to check in at certain times or whatever. And now he's like, well, who doesn't have a cell phone? Because everyone's got a cell phone because it's 2003 yeah. and everyone's got a cell phone by now. That's funny. I hadn't like read it that way necessarily. Right. Well, you were throwing you were throwing me for a little bit of a loop because I was like, have I always misread the opening cell phone line and there it's not in reference to i need the chaperone needs to know who has which kids have cell phones so that they can monitor all the kids correctly i think it's probably both i think it is both yeah i think it shifts because have you ever been on a like group sponsored amusement parks trip well who am i asking you lived in celebration you had disney passes as part of your school experience correct we used to go every friday that was one year it was probably in like 2003 too it was just the one year where it was like a requirement because again i went to a very small private school and so it was like a requirement and so every friday they set up like the teachers got together and set up like a thing where it was like we had some specific thing that we were studying and had like uh, like not treasure hunts, but it was like you had to go on like a scavenger hunt kind of a thing to answer the questions and learn. And then when you were done, you just got to go do whatever, <laughs> like, okay. go ride whatever rides you want. <laughs> well, I definitely remember supervised or chaperoned trips to amusement parks in both a youth group and public school and private school way. Um, I talk so much about my youth group experiences, but I never fully talked about my school experiences. I was in public school from kindergarten to seventh grade. And then, no, no, eight, eighth grade. And then from eighth grade to graduation, I was in Christian private schools. So in lots of different contexts, you know, in different schools, Christian schools, non-Christian schools, and, you know, various youth groups I went to, there were trips to amusement parks. And in New England, there's no... You went to Canopy Lake Park? We went to Canopy Lake Park, which I took <laughs> Jessica. And I was like, oh, this is so rinky-dink now that they lived in Florida for a couple of years. <laughs> it's it's cute. It's, it's cute. quaint. We went to those Six Flags, I think, was in Connecticut. And, um, yeah, there was a couple other parks. There was Whalen Park, which closed early that closed in the 90s but it was just these things about like going and oh, what's that other one? Oh, no it's canopy like i'm thinking of <laughs> um yeah so i remember going and then like it just this the, the fun and excitement of going as a group as a supervised group whether it's school or church related to an amusement park for a day and you know like you you're you're allowed to like kind of just go yeah. you're allowed to kind of just go yeah. but like you know you're in the park and you have to check in at these certain times. So we know everyone's safe. Sorry, I'm playing with the thing. I'm always <laughs> playing with stuff in my hand. And now you just threw it off the table. 
<laughs> it was our it was our headphone splitter. Anyway, so that's what this song really brings to mind at the beginning is the idea of the excitement of I get to go in an amusement park today. Yes, I'm going supervised, but it's like you know, it's not like the adults don't want to follow the kids around in these situations all the time. So you do get to run wild in this park. And that's what it brings to mind. Yes. So that's why no one ever wanted to work Rock the Universe. Right. <laughs> rock the Universe, the big Christian rock festival at Universal Studios. Florida. That Reliant K has played at. That Reliant K has played at many times. Yeah. And there's definitely footage of them playing this song at, in the Rock the Universe 2011. I was never allowed to go. It was like if you were like like a good kid with very hands-on parents and you weren't like super sheltered, you were not allowed to go to Rock the Universe because parents also knew the horror stories of what happened when all of these very oppressed teens were like let loose like on one day out of the year. Sex in the Dr. <laughs> Seuss ride. <laughs> Give it a whole other meaning to Starbelly Sneeches. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Yeah, I've. When I worked at Universal Studios for a summer after college and Reliant K played Rock the Universe and I was going to use my backstage privileges, which I couldn't get backstage of the concert specifically, but I could get like to a certain point and try to find, I could go to the concert for free basically. And I was going to go try to go to the concert and try to check up with Reliant K and be like, hey, I haven't talked to you guys in forever. It's been years. And I was so tired after my day at work. I'm like, I'm going home. Uh, yeah, but I never went to Rock the Universe. Yeah, it's so funny, Rock the Universe, and that the way this, you know, there's definitely, and I have footage of Reliant K playing at a Six Flags in Atlanta, which is what Malasaurus, which is where Malasaurus is going to the Atlanta show and wants them to play this, this song in Atlanta. And they, they played at a Six Flags in Atlanta in 2003. So it's like theme parks feel intrinsically intertwined into Reliant K's entire like existence and story. Just the fact that they I think play that's Rock what happens when so you're much. like a when you're when you're a band at a certain level, right? Like playing the state fairgrounds or whatever. Right. right. You know? Well, I feel like playing a, an amusement park is up here. Playing the state <laughs> fair, like uh, the Aquabats <laughs> and English Beat, that's down here. <laughs> Yeah. You play in the Tomorrowland stage. Ooh. Oh, like Helix, or is that their name? That you got that yeah. correct, yeah. For one summer. Or uh, uh That was that was a Legends. Disney manufactured band, but yet there you go. Yeah. So um anyway, I shout out David Park. <laughs> David Park, yep. So yeah, also this is definitely to me a secular song. Right? I For I sure. mentioned that before, but there's no specific it's about relationships and it's about the craziness and the unsupervised and supervised moments of being a teenager trying to find fun and yeah oh and that's what we were getting at that i think the juxtaposition of who doesn't have a cell phone that early i think it's coming from the point of view of the chaperone and later it's coming from the point of view of the kid who is the narrator probably teeson himself and saying who's got a cell phone i don't need to worry because i've got all these friends and stuff and uh, they've got cell phones as well. Although, you know, they're in their, they're approaching, they're into their 20s by now. But I still think when you're in your early 20s, you're still connected to that world of what it was like to be a teenager. You're not that far gone from it, especially if you're a rock band and maybe you're, you know, you've, you've, I'm sure that's really a lot of defenses of 20 somethings who date teenage girls. <laughs> that's not what I'm referring to. Hey, weren't you a 20 something that dated a teenage <sighs> girl? You were 19. 
and I was 23. I don't think that's so bad. I'm teasing you. I meant, I meant underage. <laughs> so one thing that I, you know, about this song is that this song is way better than Mood Rings. Flat out. That's my opinion. Controversy, yeah. you know, whatever. But I'm sure not everyone would agree. But I think, like, I'm not even talking about... Well, no, I'll talk about lyrical content. I'm not saying, like, the problematic nature of Mood Rings or whatever. But I'm just saying, like, lyrically, I enjoy this song more than Mood Rings. Musically, I enjoy this song more than Mood Rings. It's this more uplifting. Song, it's more uplifting. It's more fun. It's more in tune with this, like feeling of teen frivolity whereas yeah. mood rings is this teenage politics pun intended mxpx thing this you know there's no you know what there's teenage politics going on in chapstick chaplets and things like chemistry as well but it's kind of like the uplifting fun side of that whereas mood rings is like this relational thing of like i like girls but they're too much for me i don't understand them and Everybody can relate to Chapstick, and not everybody can necessarily relate to to Mood Rings. rings. And Mood Rings is also kind of And even if you can, you don't like to feel like you can, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And Mood Rings is more mid-tempo. This is more rocking, like, you know, we're not examining Mood Rings, but as far as, like, when I close my eyes and think about Mood Rings, I can only picture one kind of groove, one kind of pace for the whole song whereas with chapstick it's fresh in my mind like there's these all these movements and parts and it's like a roller coaster like that bridge and that like slight breakdown part and like like poetry building it back up is exactly yeah (laughs) but like this is such more a fun song it was the single it had the video yeah i think this song is way better than mood rings but mood rings is the one that has remained the staple of the show of the live show right and this fan curated vinyl i don't even remember if this was on the fan curated vinyl i'll have to go grab our copy uh, during the break so i think this is flat out a better song and one that they should be playing and one that fans should expect over mood rings like mood rings was on the fan curated vinyl tie-in shirts like i voted for the mood ring shirt but like i voted for chapstick like this should be an i voted for chapstick uh, t-shirt like I just like this song way better than Mood Rings. I'm not saying this strictly from a, you know, problematic thing or whatever. Like, everything about Chapstick to me is better than Mood Rings. Feminist Jess is, like, poking her head out a little bit. She's like, I don't feel great about the fact that they put Mood Rings as one of those shirts. Like, I get that maybe it was, like, one of the top three voted for songs. But it's, like, yeah. Right in what was that 2021 eh, is this appropriate based on the lyrical content even if it is one of the top three most popular songs right uh, i just that's the thing is like i'm like wh- why is mood you know mood rings is fine mood rings is fine it is it's fine it's, it's just a jam but i don't understand if you if if in 2003 I was like which one of these songs is going to remain the mainstay of the live show I would never have guessed Mood Rings back then. Yeah. 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 I get it. I understand why it's popular. I know women have owned it more than men, you know. Women have flat out owned the song. They're like, "Yeah, we're emotionally complicated." If you were like, "Okay, yeah. like that's where it's gotten to." And that's great, but it's just, I still I swear this that, that this song is better. The uh, chapstick 
One other thing I wrote down is I, after listening to this with the big headphones, because I didn't own big headphones <laughs> when we originally did this song, right? Is, is, uh, because da, 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 when eight o'clock comes around, yeah, but he doesn't say eight o'clock, he says eight o'clock comes around eight gotcha. o'clock. It's just kind of like a way that he pronounces it in order to make it work within the probably within the measure, and it just makes me think of Bribop. <laughs> because any we've talked we did definitely talk about this recently any footage oh, yeah. of blitzkrieg bop from after like 1980 joey ramone no longer goes blitzkrieg bop he goes Bree-bop. he doesn't have time for that yeah so matt Thiessen goes eight o'clock comes around because i guess eight o'clock comes around is probably syllabically less strong within a song context and did you have any other notes? Because then I have one other thing before our break. Go for it. One thing we definitely didn't talk about back... Maybe we did. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but I feel like we didn't. I don't, one thing I do not think we talked about two and a half years ago is the gold and the non-gold version. Because I don't... Yes. I think we got I was, wind yeah. of the two mixes at the time, but I hadn't bought our own... I hadn't clearly made sure I owned one copy of each mix on a CD so that we knew what we were listening to. I forgot that that was one of my notes in that I think that this one is a perfectly acceptable gold mix version because it does boost everything. Right. I mean, it makes sense. It's the opening track. It's maybe one that they like really worked on and made sure sort of led the album with the new mix, you know. Sort of so, ISO and boost the, the great yeah. drums in the beginning. There's and... no big editing changes, uh, except that they use a lot more uh, stereo panning in this. So the opening chord, the opening little strumming thing, that's all panned to the left. Whereas in the original mix, it's just fully enveloped in both speakers. And then when it comes to relationships... Um, the dumbest one, the I'm the dumbest one on the gold mix comes in in the left side. And I don't mean just with girls. I mean with everyone. The I mean with everyone comes in on your right ear. Oh, cool. Whereas in the original mix, again, it's just sort of everywhere. They're just mixed evenly on both. Ooh, I'm, I'm, look at you acting <laughs> like you should have a music podcast. <laughs> the whole time I'm doing this, when I'm like, when, when I'm talking about how the stereo is even in the original mix. I was doing this He's thing where I'm hand, like, I'm, I'm using my hands, like scoping around my face back and forth. Like there's this secret, the invisible circle of stereo around my face. So. Yes, April, by all means, chime in. <laughs> I saw her when you heard her, cause you could totally hear her earlier when you heard her, uh, her tags. She was on the couch, jumped off the couch, went in and got in our bed in the bedroom. She's like, I've decided it's bedtime. <laughs> We were napping earlier, so I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> yeah, so the like it's just a lot of sound. It's just a lot of like oh also the the non-gold version, I think it's a little bit more high end. Like, it's a little not tinny, but it's a little bit more treble, not as deep, not as bassy, not as rich. And they did sort of rich in it. Now mm-hmm. whether or not that's a cheap richening that's like a cheap extra bit of bass if it's actually substantial or not at least it sounds fuller it's also probably more sound war stuff like they probably just amped up the volume on everything but it just it does make it sound a little better like i know the sound wars style of mixing isn't the best but it helps kind of boost the feeling of this mix of the song now maybe later by the album by later in the album 
whatever we said about previous songs later in this album, the gold and the non-gold mix are probably like clearer differences and clearly one's better than the other. But it's like, it seems to me with the opening song, they worked on this. They were, they worked on this and we're like, this is what we want to fix. You know, we want to pan sure. one instrument over yeah. here. We want to take these little Tyson talking, like I'm the dumbest one. Put Don't your best foot forward. Yeah. And one other thing that I kind of did, I don't think that I noticed last time, because I really feel like I noticed it for the first time now, is right before this kind of bridge breakdown section, this fun thing that I never took special note of before, and let me see if you've taken special note of it, it's right here. That, oh, that. that as if a record is stopping or a tape or like a reel-to-reel tape swoons yeah. and then speeds back up. I like that. I never noticed. I never. Re- I've definitely noticed. I've it, noticed it before. But I've never yeah, taken I've never... special note. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Same. And that is so fun. And that just adds to the fun of the song. Now, obviously, they can't like recreate that live, but that just shows you like how fun Reliant K was at this time before they got all serious and they're all like, ah, forget it, not slow down. You know what? I'm, I'm hopping on board this train. I think Move that we it. should we should uh, start petitioning for Reliant K to just play this song on the rest of the tour. Yeah. No mood rings. We don't all need the, mood rings. N- yeah. I'm all sure a lot of people are going <laughs> to be so mad. mad. <laughs> Save it for the encore. Whatever. Just throw in an extra song. They always play three more songs, bands. They're always like, we ask for one more song, they play three more. Yeah. So they'll play four more. Who's to say that's a bad thing? Right. April agrees. Play 45 songs. Yes. Be up all night. Whatever. <laughs> we don't got work in the morning. <laughs> so with that, we'll take our break and we'll be right back after this message. Thank you very much for listening to Sadie Hawkins Pod. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can also interact with the show by calling our voicemail line, 402-95-SADIE. Check out our Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Sadie Hawkins Pod. There you can see the visuals that we discuss each week, and you can send emails to us at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. Also, sadiehawkinspod.com is your one-stop shop for all our social links and to get to our Tee Public store for shirts, mugs, and stickers of all our various logo designs. Treat yourself to a Sadie Hawkins Pod shirt or confuse a loved one by gifting one to them. We would also like to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash sadiehawkinspod who include Isaac, James, Kindell, Timothy, Daniel, Josh, Jay, Eric, Joel, Connor, Michael, Samantha, Jimmy Eat Pod, This Might Be a Podcast, Tucker, and Brady. Twice a month, we have bonus episodes, including reviews of the songs from K is for Karaoke. And you can hear our backlog of bonus episodes, including reading through the entire complex infrastructure known as the Female Mind book that Reliant K did or did not write. You'll have to go over there to find out who wrote it. So donate that money today. What you gonna do? You sitting on that money? You got that stimmy check from years ago? (laughs) Send it our way. Send it our way. Send ye our way. Send ye money our way. So you like Reliant K, do you? 
Well, what about They Might Be Giants? My name is Greg Simpson, and I host a They Might Be Giants fan podcast, and it's called This Might Be a Podcast. This Might Be a Podcast is a song-by-song podcast featuring a different guest every episode from normal fans like you and I, but also... I've had guests such as John Darneal of the Mountain Goats, Justin McElroy of My Brother, My Brother and Me, Hutch Harris of the Thermals, Mike Park of Asian Man Records, Franz Nikolai of The Hold Steady, and Danny Weinkoff and Marty Beller of They Might Be Giants, and past drummers Dan Hickey and Brian Doherty. Search for Punk News, or This Might Be a Podcast, on any podcast platform and you will find us. This Might Be a Podcast, brought to you by punknews.org. I loved uh, Google's related searches this week. Okay. Must have done something good and <sighs> must have done something good to deserve you song. What? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And I like burst out laughing and had the greatest chuckle at that. And then I felt really bad because I'm like, you know what? Not everybody like listens to rely on k incessantly and talks about them every week right. it's perfectly valid it's a perfectly valid like misheard or misunderstood I'm mixing, lyric i mix up titles all the time yeah. I'm always savannah sahara they're the same song right <laughs> so we have tiktoks now i don't know if tiktoks just weren't i know we didn't get tiktoks for a long time so i feel like maybe they just weren't popping up in searches until a certain point so Let's go over to uh, to TikTok, and by that I mean my browser because I don't have TikTok. So Dan, here, do, what do we have? And by the way, the album cover is the Drake and Josh one. Is the Drake? City Hawkins Pod slash wait Patreon dot com slash City Hawkins Pod. We did go through the Drake and Josh soundtrack. We called it the And Josh soundtrack because Jake's not doing. Uh, sorry, Drake's not doing so good right now. But uh, so I'm gonna right. I'm gonna let you describe what you see here. So okay. we'll try this one first. Okay, I gotta watch it first. This is by Lewis from Fresno. Let me watch one repeat. There's these of it. like little mini fun codes. Oh, they're speaking of blind boxes. They're oh, there we go. They're blind boxes, little little uh, vinyl toys. I guess they're Disney. This one on yeah. the end is from. Uh, Impossible oh, yeah. or whatever it's called. Incredibles. <laughs> it's what's it's the it's I don't know their, her name. The uh, costume designer from Incredibles. So no chases this time, but always on the hunt. I guess they're looking for Chase. Oh, but they also have oh a yeah Shang no Chi never mind one. yeah. So they have a so it's like a soda can instead of a blind box, and you open it up, and inside is a little vinyl figure. And they opened it up, and they have Minerva or whatever her name is from The Incredibles, <laughs> and he's also got a Shang Chi. Nice. Edna Mode. Ah. Oh, good lord. I. Wow. I don't. I don't know that. Sorry to this man. He looks like he should be in a David Lynch movie. Well, it's an older man. It's a man of a certain. It's a gentleman of a certain age. He's balding, but he has. He's. He, he's partying sort of, back. Long yeah. gray hair on the sides and back of his head, but bald in the front. And he's just holding his smartphone. He's standing against a wood panel wall, like you would see in Twin Peaks, with a and painting, an oil like a, painting of clearly, like a river. Yeah, clearly of a mossy like river. A, a home paint painting. No offense if you are this man or this man's children who posted this. Literally, everyone owns 
This is a uploaded cell phone by Natalie except Mar- for my dad. Yeah. Sorry, uploaded by Natalie Marie 613, and it's what, April, what Jessica just said, not April. <laughs> like, the jacket, everything. This is Twin Peaks. It's a one-second loop of this older man, like, just confused looking at a smartphone. Wow. Uh, next up. Oh, uh, now it's like, download the app if you want to watch another I one free. You gotta reload the page. I don't want to download the TikTok app. <laughs> Oh, now it's something went wrong. <laughs> One of these days, they'll they'll get me. Okay. So this is uploaded by Mikey Mark. How you put on chapstick when you're alone? <sighs> How do you put on chapstick when you're not alone? Oh, is this like the chapstick challenge? That like YouTube thing that you do with your partner, where you kiss or whatever. If you're just like a, a, oh, a YouTube personality, this. no, it just showed him. This is how you put on chapstick when you're alone, and he licked the chapstick. He's just rubbing it. He's rubbing it all over his. Is the cap still on? Oh, okay. Well, he was rubbing it all over his mouth, like up on the lip and everything. I love how because it, like it's through my like search or whatever. They're like, here, don't you want to watch these hockey TikToks? <laughs> oh, Jessica, you might get into TikTok if you go watch a lot of hockey on it. <laughs> they just repost them on Instagram. I don't I don't need it. If I need to see it, it will show up in in my feed elsewhere. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. What do we have, Danny? Oh, I know this girl online. <laughs> she's okay. I'm a Facebook friends with her. Oh, nice. She's, uh, she's like, a, she's someone who hangs around the MXPX online community. Her name's Sarah. On TikTok, her name is Vampress. And it says, back when my cell phone had free minutes after 8. And it's just Back her, when cell phones. Back when cell phones had free minutes after 8 p.m. And it's just her lip syncing the song. Nice. Yeah, I've, I, she followed MXPX memes and then eventually I became Facebook friends with her. That's so funny that I saw someone I actually know with a TikTok. Oh, I could have just scrolled down to go to the next video this whole time. I kept clicking on the back button. Well, now I've lost it all completely because TikTok really wants me to have it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Swear I'm not actually like 800. So Dan, so why are less you, than I thought there'd be. There's 10. So why okay. don't you why don't you play us out of TikTok with, and I'll let you choose the uh, the last one that you well, want. Well, here's what looked like. There's two exercise videos with ladies. I don't. Yeah, it looks that, like yoga, maybe. Yeah, and then there's a a person with a lot of face piercings. There's a, a guy just sitting there with his hat on. I don't know. And then there's a blurry video. I want to see what's going on with this blurry video. Oh, it's a dog! Yeah, I picked the right one. So cute. This is uploaded by a healer or a healer mix. Kind of looks like it. This is uploaded by Jake X James, and there's like no hashtags on this. There's one hashtag. Hashtag FYP. And it's just these beautiful dogs running around in the woods. Jake X James looks like a husky as well. There was a German Shepherd there. They're just beautiful Super looking dogs cute. just running around. Oh, he's, he's jumping. He leaps up on a dead tree. He's such a big jumper, just like April. I wonder if this is in uh, the Pacific Northwest. It does look like it. Yeah. So that was TikTok. Then, and this came up last time, but I felt like we should revisit it. This is 
Crazy Steve 420 by Millennial Dream Corp. I remember with this. what they call Vaporwave, <laughs> which we talked about at the time. Not at all Vaporwave. Right. I said I remember this like I didn't tell Jessica. Jessica, what was that weird anti-music thing you found? Find I, out had for- I had forgotten it, though. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I had already done my notes. And I was like, wait, Danny, what'd you tell me I was supposed to look up? And then I was and then he said and I was like, oh, good. I already got that. To make sure every blessed cup holder is rock solid steady. It's just weird. It's like it's almost like YouTube poop, but just for music. Main genre: electronic slash dance. Tags: vaporwave. It's so weird. And the album art is the Game Boy Advance Drake and Josh uh, uh, cover. Yeah, it's just weird anti-music. It's like The Residents. What if this is The Residents? What if this is secretly The Residents decide to do a Drake and Josh remix? It, it just continues like this for another two minutes, so. <laughs> fun fun little trip down memory lane there. While we're on that subject, I just decided to... Oh, this got removed since then. Uh-oh. I went into my old notes, because I'm like, okay, we're late enough into the episode, I can go into my old notes. The YouTube upload of the clip from Drake and Josh that this episode comes from, that I found two and a half years ago has been removed since then uh, for copyright or because one of them is a bad <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, so the Google preview of lyricinterpretations.com said, what does Reliant K song chapstick chap lips and things like chemistry mean? We have the answer. Uh-oh. Spoiler warning. They do not. <laughs> it's just some lyrics and a lot of ads. That's so funny. Spoiler warning. They do not. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> then over at editorialtoday.com, chapstick, chap lips, and things like chemistry. Chap lips are a result of our lips being too dry. Chronic chap lips can result from nutritional deficiencies and dehydration or overexposure to sun or cold and windy conditions. The explanation for severe and chronic dry lips is that our skin has lost its moisture retention capacity. As a consequence, our lips become easily chapped. The chapping further reduces the moisture retention capacity, and this vicious circle results in the problem becoming chronic and increasingly severe, in the problem becoming chronic and increasingly severe. Avoid licking your lips. And then it just goes on like that for for a while. Tells you what kind of chapstick to use. Uh, then we have a Flickr photo that was inspired by the song, or at least the <laughs> photographer used it, used the lyrics it's in their picture. It's just a close-up of lips. Yep. Not even fully, fr- I know, 
deliberately not fully framed in the shot. It like, is a nice picture. It is a very nice picture. Those are some nice lips. <laughs> some nice kissable lips. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh. Sorry, I just said that to my wife in the room. You didn't say it to me. You said it to the there. lady lips that were on the screen. Do we know that they're lady lips? <laughs> no, but I mean the facial structure. Well, I don't know. We don't know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're right. I, just, I shouldn't be assuming their gender. I don't know who, that whose lips they are. reminds me of something. Yeah. I definitely want to tell this story to the public consciousness. I'm oh, going to go ahead and say it. Oh, goodness gracious, what's happening? So, when I was in middle school, well, this is just about, like, you looked at those lips and we were like, you assumed they were female. And we were like, oh, we're not even fully sure if they're, you know, female or not. One time when I was when I was in middle school and I was going to public school, one time I'm hanging out with my friends who are none of them are Christian. The bad kids the bad crowd. Kids, hanging out with the kids at the mall, right? And we go into the calendar store, and this has got to be like 95, 96 or something. And the calendar stores exist, you know. We're hanging out with a group of friends. You at were the mall. not in high school in 95, 96. No, no this way. is in high school. This is middle oh, school. Sorry, oh, the okay. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The story's middle school. So in middle school, because we were, you know, 90s, 80s, you know, 90s and 80s, kids were allowed even in, in middle school to be on their own or whatever. Like we would ride our bikes to the mall. Like, whatever. You know, this is a known thing. This is what Spielberg movies are made of. So we, you know, we went to the mall. Or we take the bus or our bikes to the mall. And we're at the mall with a group of friends. Sorry, let me get on track. Yeah. I'm at the mall with a group of friends in 95, 96. I'm 12 years old, 13 years old. And we go into the calendar store. A group of these, like, you know, public school bad kids. We're not really that (laughs) bad. But we go in there. And I see a calendar of like, of uh, what do you call it? Bathing suit butts. And I'm like, oh. Oh And I pick it up and it's dudes. (laughs) Two of my friends saw me do this. And oh boy, I didn't live that down for the rest of the day. Because it's like when you're close up, you can't fully tell. It was a close up shot of a butt. It was. It looked like a female butt when I first looked at it. When I turned the calendar around, all twelve in a row. I'm like, these are clearly men. There was probably a man's face on the back, but there was not a man's face on the front. And yeah, ninety five, ninety six. Huh? Were you really into that uh, that Taylor Hansen chick as well? I don't know who that is. Hansen brothers, Hansen and Danny. Oh, yes. They're all boys, but they have long hair. Yes, you were really into Taylor Hansen? No, just the fact that you said that made me realize that when the Han- when Hansen, <laughs> when Mbop came out and I saw Mbop, that's I did like not. A, that's like a family guy joke or something. Right, well. it, it actually yeah. is, yeah. Uh, I did not ever, I did not have a crush. I never even for a second had a crush on Taylor Hansen. But when, fortunately, but when. Just because I'm straight, you know, fortunately for myself. When. (laughs) Fortunately, you're straight? I mean, fortunately, I didn't have a crush on Taylor Hanson. Oh, I see. For even a second, because I'm straight. I see. Fortunately for myself, if you have a crush on Taylor Hanson, that is absolutely not. Me think thou doth protest too much. But the first time I saw the Mbop music video air on MTV, like the first weeks that it ever aired, I was like, oh, this is a little pop band with two brothers and their sister. <laughs> I thought this is two brothers and their sister. And then they started appearing on interviews and they were on the Jenny McCarthy show. And they're like, oh, they're all boys. No, that one's a boy. 
McCarthy show. They were on the the, the early MTV Jenny McCarthy show, which was like a Saturday Night Live sketch show with a musical guest. I had no idea. She had only lasted one or two seasons. Oof. Did she give her uh, her hot takes? No, she didn't give her hot takes at the time. Uh, then next up, we have How to Get Rid of Chap Lips, The Nine Best Chapsticks and Lip Balms. Oh. Number one, Vaseline Lip Therapy. Oh, and this is from today.com. Yeah, when my lip, lips are chapped, I really just go, I go right for it. I just go for Vaseline and sometimes petroleum jelly. Like, I just, like, cake that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaphor Lip Repair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burt's Bees Conditioning Lip Scrub. Mm. I've used that before. Uh, First Aid Beauty Ultra Repair Therapy. Dr. Dan's Cordy Balm. That's mine. Tizzo's Lip Protector. Okay. Heels Lip Balm. Okay. Dr. Pawpaw Original (laughs) Multipurpose Soothing Balm. Burt's Bees Overnight Intensive Lip Treatment. Ooh, that sounds good. Oh, sorry, that was it. I said that, like, there was going to be more happening. <laughs> and then finally. Okay. We definitely didn't come across this last time. Uh, we have a fanfic. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this show before, but it's a show called Lost Girl. Oh, my. What? For the, for the pairing, uh, Bo slash Lauren. What? Are you serious? I just mentioned our sci-fi channel podcast. I just decided to be coy. Wow. What a what a convergence of worlds. So our original podcast. We've it, talked about it. If you've heard the uh, Lost Boy episode. Our, our early podcast was about the TV show Lost Girl. Oh my gosh. And there's a Lost Girl Reliant K crossover fanfic. That is so I have no idea what Strange. this website is. Scurvy Canervy? Scurvy Canervy dot dreamwith.org. Uh, posted October 30th, 2011 by Scurvy Canervy. You know, uh, when we did the song. It's rated PG 13. Okay. Word, ca- word count. Oh, boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Summary. Lauren's not really sure that taking this tutoring job was a good idea. Notes. Written for the hiatus <laughs> ficathon uh, at Bo underscore Lauren. The prompt was AU. Bo is this close. Alternative universe. Yes. This close to falling out of OCHEM because science is exhausting. Lauren agrees to tutor her. Title quoted from the Reliant K song with the same name. Are we going to read any of it, or is that going to be a uh, Patreon episode? <laughs> you know, I kept threatening when we did our Lost Boy episode, and we fully talked about, like, the history of our old podcast about this show, that we would finally do the finale of our podcast that we never did, our old podcast that we never did. It's been months. We still haven't done it. <laughs> Sorry, what? I was, I was just, I was proofreading. It's only 701 words, which is like nothing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> She says, like the fanfic connoisseur. Jessica loves fanfiction. Uh, 
Lauren's really not sure that taking this tutoring job was a good idea. She's always loved explaining things and helping people. Boy, does she love explaining things. I'm just kidding. Uh, And helping people. And chemistry is one of her best subjects. But this new girl she's supposed to help, dressed head to toe in black, a dozen bracelets jingling on each wrist, snapping her... The main character. The worst... (laughs) The worst main character in television history. Snapping her gum as she explains that organic chemistry yeah, is exhausting. Yeah, very nice. Already seems like she's going to be a lot of work. Lauren takes a deep oh, breath. Oh, is she? <laughs> Try doing 55 episodes of a podcast about this loss of a character. <laughs> Concentrating on her pen, she draws the familiar shape of benzene, six sides, and then a ring in the middle. She connects it to another six sides ring in the middle, adds hydroxy groups on either end. There. How Remember do you name this? Cut? <laughs> <laughs> they used to I'm pretty ad- sure it's still a thing. Before podcasts <laughs> advertised with the same magic spoon and manscape every time. <laughs> There was originally Hydroxycut, who advertised with every lowbrow radio show on the planet. Hey, Hydroxycut. <laughs> We're open for yeah, sponsorship. How has Hydroxycut not like, gotten in on the podcast market? <laughs> the girl, Bo, snickers, head dipping forward. What, Lauren asks, trying and failing to keep her tone from getting sharp. Sorry, she says. Sorry. It, I just, it looks sort of dirty, don't you think? She glances again at the page, tilting her head. Start having sex. <laughs> Start having sex. <laughs> it's only PG-13. Uh, the chemical structure is two hexagons with rings inside. And very obviously, 4,4-biphenol. Uh, I don't know if I ever actually took chemistry at TBH. Uh, <laughs> looking at it again, she can see how if someone had the wrong sort of mindset, they might think of breasts. Oh, thank you, author, for explaining that because I was, I was, this was lost on me. She feels herself start to blush. It looks like chemistry, Lauren says briskly. From the corner of her eye, she sees Bo's, ma- Bo's mouth curl into a smirk. She tries to ignore it. Let's go through how uh, we'd name this. They go through. <laughs> listen to our Lost Boy episode if you need to be caught oh, up on who gosh, these characters are. You know, 701 words have never felt so long. No offense, <laughs> Scurvy Canervy. Badass name, by the well, way. Well, where do they start kissing? Oh, all right, hold on. See, Nucleophile. <laughs> uh... It's nice that we went, you know, we we start we did our first podcast about a very inclusive and LGBT and bisexual character show. She's so close that Lauren can feel Bo pressed to her shoulder and thigh, making her think about exactly the wrong kind of organic chemistry. <laughs> it only took two years, but then we finally got conf- absolute confirmation that Relying K is gay affirming. So we were able to be comfortable going from one podcast to the next. Bo looks up at Lauren's brow furrowing. Her mouth is lip gloss pink. Lower lip even pinker from being bitten as she concentrates. <laughs> Not that Lauren's noticed or anything. That means it's a nucleophile, right? Lauren exhales. It's the correct answer, and she wants to say something encouraging. But Bo feels too close, occupying every one of Lauren's senses. She, she's got to study. She's going to fail her chemistry test. And she can barely focus enough to remember what she's supposed to be teaching. Oh, No Way Home comes out on Blu-ray April 12th. <laughs> exactly. She murmurs. 
Wow, Bo says, leaning in, until Lauren can feel her words against the skin of her jaw. You're, like, really good at explaining things. <laughs> I love this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It gets... Now Now we're getting... Now we're getting saucy. You know what's so funny is that Bo is the intolerable, awful, worst main character of any show ever. We did a podcast about it. I know this. <laughs> Poor Dr. Lauren doesn't deserve the degradation she gets from the main character and yet in real life (laughs) the actress who plays Bo is apparently super super nice i don't know what her thing is the actress who plays dr lauren i anna silk just like i i have been within proximity of her because of uh the convention that i worked that danny mentioned and she just i don't know what i don't know if she does a lot of yoga and meditation or what it is but she has harnessed this thing where it's like she just exudes warmth and i don't understand it and i would love to <laughs> like i wish she would like teach a class on how to do that because i would love to like try and harness that same energy it's <laughs> it truly is incredible i'm like no wonder they were like anna so what do you want to do in the very last season she's like i want to be a cat and they're like let's do it I did not expect to go on a on a real Lost Girl tangent in our. We did this same exact thing in the Lost Boy discussion. (laughs) We do tend to repeat ourselves. Then Bo leans closer, and before Lauren can think about what might be happening, there are lips against hers. (sighs) Bo kisses way better than she does homework. Dude, best line in a fanfic ever. I'm here for it. I love it. And Lauren finds herself dropping her pen, whimpering at the feeling of being kissed and the nearness of her. Bo pulls away slowly, and Lauren feels like she can hardly breathe. You're welcome, Bo whispers. And the roughness of her voice gives Lauren butterflies. Maybe you could go over some more stuff with me this Friday. (laughs) Say at the doll. That's a bar, Lauren says. Oh, that's says. right, the doll. I literally forgot about. She's been there on Friday nights before, and they're she's ver- pretty they're, sure they're it's not a learning-friendly environment. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that's what I have for that. Also, I I did try and do some video research like you did, and I found this really cool uh, graphic that someone made. Uh, just like inspired by the Amiatur. Uh, this is from Slagle, S L A G L E Design. Check this out. They made got, this November 24th, 2021. That's very cool. That's really cool. And I got really thrown off because Slagle is the name of someone I work with. <laughs> so I was like, what? But they spell this differently. So there's, and their first name is different. So there's no way this is the person I work with. Oh, this is really cool. It's just some nice picture of like some amps and guitars with it's like the it's like the the yeah the 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 picture the um yeah picture yeah it's really cute it's got a green background danny's just enjoying it and and not uh describing it even though he's holding the picture you're talking (laughs) it's a green background it's a lovely sort of collegiate font on top where in the word the word um is inside one of those like pennants like you know, that the Amyator has in its iconography. But then the word yeah is bigger, and it's also a collegiate-looking font. And then underneath, you have drawings of amps and guitars covered in sunflowers. And it's a very sort of orange, yellow, and green palette. 
it's a that's really nice make sure to save that send that to me so that i can post it on uh the social media later absolutely and then the one other thing that came up uh in that in that search not any of the 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 webisodes or the video podcasts but the uh homestar runners musical sightings wikipedia the band okay. Reliant K had a Homestar Runner like shirt logo currently unavailable, and have linked to Homestar Run and have links from home- to Homestar Runner from their website. Although since the reformatting of their website, the link has been taken off. Occasionally, Reliant K will play Teen Girl Squad in concert. Really? I was going to say, can you confirm, Danny? Oh man, I have never heard that. What a what a major tie-in because we talked about when we talked about Happy Valentines and in Teen Girl Squad there is a Happy Valentines joke and I was like that's oh my gosh if they actually played the Teen Girl Squad theme song at Reliant K concerts then clearly Happy Valentines the Reliant K song is a con- has a connection to the Homestar Runner Teen Girl Squad episode of Happy Valentines. I uh, know I can't confirm that. Wow. Wow. That's that write that down so that when we bug Reliant K at these two concerts next in the next two weeks, that's the first thing we ask them. Did you open the show with the Teen Girl Squad theme song? Did you rip off the Happy Valentines joke from Teen Girl Squad? They're not going to let us within 500 feet of Reliant K. No, probably not. Well, anyway, uh, one thing that I did that we definitely had not heard of when we started our podcast originally, when we were in episode three, we had not, not yet heard of Rave DJ. Right. And I know that for certain because we discovered Rave DJ from David Park and Justin who I don't know his last name, <laughs> our friends at Jimmy Eat Pod, where they go song by song through Jimmy Eat World. He doesn't have a last name. He's too iconic. He's just Justin. <laughs> He's just Justin. He's the Justin. The Justin. <gasps> David Park's friend oh Justin is the Justin who drinks Miller Lite. Whoa. From what have you been doing lately. So anyway, we definitely did not know about Rave DJ back when we did episode three because... Uh, you know, Secret Origins of the Podcast, we're real life friends with David Park from Jimmy Eat Pod. And You don't you don't think that anybody had guessed that by now? Whatever. We <laughs> were at a we were at a bar with him one time and he was still talking about like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do we a Jimmy. We posted this on our social media. Whatever. I'm just giving a catch up if anyone's never heard it. He was we were at a bar with him and he was talking about how like, yeah, me and my friend are gonna do a Jimmy Eat World podcast song by song. And then we're like, oh, and then we were like, oh yeah, we were thinking we might do a Reliant K one, and then we were just immediately got it done, <laughs> and and us getting it done. David Park told us later is what got him to be like, oh, we got to get our Jimmy Pod show out there because Danny and Jess just started talking about doing their Reliant K podcast, and two weeks later they got it started. So anyway, unlike they're the Cinema ones, Cataclysm, <laughs> unlike Cinema Cataclysm, our movie <laughs> podcast, which you keep putting off. So if David Park starts a movie podcast, then we'll be finally <laughs> motivated to start our movie podcast. So David Park and Justin are the ones who found Rave DJ in the context of Jimmy Eat World, uh, Jimmy Eat Pod. And I decided to put the song that is most related to Chapstick, Chap Lips, and things like Chemistry 
into Rave DJ with the song Candy Hearts. So here we go. This is Candy Hearts with a AI-generated mashup to Chapstick, Chaplips, and things like Chemistry. Let's see how this sounds. Because they both have that sort of noted similar opening chord. It's a mess. <laughs> okay, it doesn't work. April does not like it. April just she just got she was up from where she, she was, was laying and is leaving the room. I know. I wish I could be too, April. Well, that doesn't work, <laughs> but it's an interesting experiment. So uh, I decided not to go too deep like I normally would with my YouTube deep dive. And, you know, I definitely pulled the early stuff. But here's what's so funny. What did I do? Is it something I did? Just don't catch you saying that. <laughs> what? I have the mind of a 12-year-old. Please continue. <laughs> you didn't go too deep, Dan. about my midterms oh i love you baby you're gonna do great help me out with my it management <laughs> and what's the other one decision it's called decision science okay uh school sucks especially when you're 39 <laughs> because you got to go to school but you don't get to go to six flags it sucks <laughs> Is this Patreon content right now? What's happening? <laughs> so, aforementioned, Reliant K in 2003, I found this video. I know we played the 2003 Cornerstone footage. I'm almost positive we played that. The full Cornerstone 2003 show. But I found this Six Flags Atlanta show where they played where there was a Batman ride. And not only are they going to play the song out of six flags which is super apropos but they're gonna talk about how there's a batman ride there that day so this is uploaded by john sherrod five years ago so this video definitely existed when we did the previous episode i just wasn't as good at deep diving into youtube at the time this is reliant k at atlanta fest 2003 and this is almost an almost five minute video because there's a good minute of talk ahead of the song so we'll listen to all the talk and then we'll listen to a little bit of the song uh. 
Atlanta, how you guys doing? It sounds like you're doing all right. We are. <laughs> we are. This video is like 11 frames per second. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, it seems to me like this is some sort of... As far as the source of the video, this must be some video camera from the time of 2003 that was then like uh, digitized in such a way that it lost half the frames. And then they clearly edited this YouTube together in iMovie because the default fonts on screen that said Reliant K, Chapstick, Chaplips, and things like chemistry were the default current iMovie fonts. So uh, here we go. Let's get deeper into this video. Prescient, since Reliant K became such a southern band over time, since everyone sure. moved to Nashville, yeah. and they're so much more known. You know, Hoops lives in Florida and Nashville, and they're so much more known for their, you know, southern connection than their Ohio connection nowadays. Um, so we're at a Six Flags amusement park. And uh, last summer when I was at a Six Flags amusement park, I went on this roller coaster and uh, I lost my... Did he say last summer? He did. I think we found that last time. It, it It's referring to a specific show because the song meetings has, has folks in the comments who were like, I was at that show. and or, or, I mean, Okay, yeah. but I don't think I found this footage. Okay, so that unlocks something that I'm not sure we fully... Maybe we talked about it last time, but okay... So, who doesn't own a cell phone? <laughs> okay, so he actually... This is interesting. I didn't realize this. So in the preamble of this Atlanta Fest video, we discover that in 2002, while the band is starting to blossom, Reliant K is starting to become big, he actually apparently lost his cell phone, and that was maybe an impetus to this song. Even though, to me, this song is so much about high school and youth group and stuff, things that Reliant K specifically as 20-somethings at this point in their life weren't experiencing because by this point they were banned. Interesting to know that the actual idea of losing your phone to the lake beneath the Batman ride was a real experience that he he experienced while Reliant K was a band, not... Right. I mean, who knows? He he could have been like, he, he could, this could have been a song that sat on the shelf for a while and he just couldn't, you know, work it properly. And then it just, he fitted in there when he right. went to rework it years later. Right. Or it could be that he was, you know, very much working on a song that was about this sort of teen experience. And then he was like, you know. I'll it, throw this I'll real throw life this experience yeah. that has nothing to do with my teen years. Yeah. Okay. Cell phone. Was one of those
Dan, did yeah. you go on the Batman ride today? I didn't. No. <laughs> All right. Wow. I already forgot that you hear wow. that guy. <laughs> what? I set you up. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> In no, no, no. We're not editing uh, oh. it. Do it again. Oh. live. <laughs> hey Dan. We'll do it live. <laughs> F it. We'll do it live. Come on. Oh goodness. Uh, <laughs> did you go on the Batman ride today? No. There you go. All I right. don't believe in Batman. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Batman believes in you. Yeah. See, that was nice in the end of... No, I can't. I don't you, want to spoil No, spoilers, Dan. <laughs> I really you can like talk about Batman. it when we come back in two weeks. Yeah. I really liked the Batman because it was every... I've read so many Batman comics, and it was the Batman. It was a Batman comic come to life. I understand that from a blockbuster, big studio point of view, it's not uh, a good cinematic Batman. It's yeah, it's not a, it's not like it's not everything you want from the character of Batman in a movie. But it's everything I wanted in terms of seeing a comic book like actually fully brought to life, for real. Like more than Dark Knight, more than the Chris Nolan movies, which had this like extra edition of like eh, we we believe in the comic books but like i'm gonna make it actually like chris nolan i'm chris nolan and people can't sit down on my set because i'm a real filmmaker whereas matt reeves was really like no here here it is like this is the comics even more than Zack snyder who i'm an apologist for this matt is reeves the like, last time i let you have two bourbons while we're recording i'm back to school to show my back to school to show my dad I'm not a fool and I am so stressed oh truer words have never been spoken <laughs> I'm so stressed because of uh, at home learning right now <laughs> anyway so let's compare that shout to out everybody who has midterms next week yeah jeez midterms in your 30s are the worst I'll tell you what I'll, t- I'll tell you what <laughs> So here is Reliant K 10 years after that performing this song in Columbus, Ohio. Like, you know, uh, let me see. That is, that does not, is that Ethan? I can't tell. I think this is post, post Ethan and John's. And this is uh, Reliant K in Columbus, Ohio playing chap lip, chap lips, chap li- chapstick, <laughs> chap lips, and things like chemistry. <laughs> Okay, this camera is not picking up the uh, vocals, or I don't know if the stage is not mixed well for where they're standing or what, but yeah, it's just cool to just compare 2003 to 2013 because this is not a song that. Reliant K has, you know, it's not a song they played a lot after a certain point. And it should have been a song that stayed a staple of their live show, but it really didn't. Like, so by the time the Johns were in the band, like, they weren't playing this song enough. And then, so really, I don't know, like, by 2013, it's one of the last times you would sort of hear this song. I didn't look on Setlist FM. I don't know if they did play it at all in 2016, but there you go. Sorry, I had two bourbons during this <laughs> podcast. Oh, no. Uh, are we getting to the Napoleon Dynamite uh, oh, content yeah. you teased? I will. I just want to credit one other thing that um, we didn't talk about the music video in this episode. 
we talked about it in the original episode. Yeah. We had a lot more to say. I think we focused a lot on the music video because it was the first. No, mm-hmm. we got to talk about pressing on the pressing on music video. But we focused a lot on the music video in the original episode. So you can go listen to that. Someone, uh, Victory Videos, <laughs> uploaded a properly HD version of the music video. And, you know, we got the Goatee Records Video Vault DVD so that we could have HD versions of the music videos. But the main music video upload, the one that's got all the views, is a really low-res, badly compressed version. So seven months ago, somebody uploaded, like, a DVD rip of the music video so it actually looks proper. So if you want to see a good quality version, you know, it's in 4.3. It's in television aspect ratio, old television aspect ratio. If you want to see a good version of the music video, go look for the upload by Victory Videos from seven months ago. Nice. Jessica and I, when we did this episode for episode three, this old folks home that they shot the music video in is here in Los Angeles. And we went there. Not it, inside, just to the outside. No, just to the outside. Looks a bit different now, but Looks we did a take different. a couple pictures in front of it. Looks kind of like a prison. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. the warmest, nicest place you've ever seen. It's uh, right around the corner from Cantor's Deli. That's right. Classic Cantor's Deli. So, yeah, in the music video, the band are orderlies helping out all the old folks in the old folks' home and... There's a mix of people that properly look like actual octogenarians and people who are like in their 40s and 50s who are like from central (laughs) casting and have to act like they're actually infirmed elderly people. But you know, when we did this, when we started this podcast and by episode three, I also didn't know how to do the social media yet. And I didn't like post clips of the music video and stuff. So that's the kind of stuff that we'll get to do by redoing the song. Exciting. All right, so let's watch uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite, and then we'll end with covers and a little bit of the old episode. So here is a then and now cast. Nice. I thought you meant we were just going to watch the whole movie. So seven years ago, this was out when we watched. Oh my goodness! This was this then and then then and then. So seven years ago, Lexi Hope uploaded this video of Napoleon, the Napoleon Dynamite actors showing you what they looked like in the movies, in the movie, and what they looked like in the movie compared to what they looked like in 2014. And it's all set to... Compared to what they look like when they did the amazing animated series that sadly only got one season. We're like the only people who loved the Napoleon Dynamite animated series. It was so good. It was really good. The most unfortunate thing is that Kip... It's not a direct sequel because Kip's not with his girlfriend. LaFonda. They got rid of that because they wanted Kip to be single in the show. That's the only unfortunate aspect of it. But every episode was fun. It was such a fun show. He goes on a date with show. Amy Poehler. I mean, not uh, Amy oh. Poehler plays the character. <laughs> yeah, taking care of pizza. Check it out if you if 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 you if yeah. You can. We bought the DVD yep. because we were like, I don't know how long this DVD is gonna be in print. We better buy it right now. So you got an idea of what the uh, Napoleon Dynamite cast looked like then and now. Here's John Heater, Napoleon. Then. He looks like Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. <laughs> sunglasses, sure. front teeth. It, those are regular hair. glasses, not sunglasses. Nowadays, he looks like John Heater. He looks like 
uh, John Warren. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. He's got the, the hair. mop top hair. Here's Efren Ra- Ra- Ramirez, who played Pedro. Then he looked like Pedro. Pedro. <laughs> you know, Pedro. Yep. Same top teeth in the front. Curly hair. <laughs> what? You know, the thing about the Napoleon, you know, the thing about Pedro and Napoleon is they both like, talk, this is like, right, like this. They, right. Their top teeth. Or just their lips are kind of up over their top teeth. That movie's so good. When we finish this podcast, can we go watch Napoleon Dynamite? Sure. Uh, this And so Lexi Hope commented, Johnny Depp lookalike? Uh, don't agree. <laughs> I, I, I can see it. Pedro as an adult in 2014 does not necessarily look like. I can see it. Yeah. That's what Johnny Depp kind of looked like around that time a little bit, actually. Well, just look at the original. Oh, Haley Duff. What? We're skipping. Uh, what's her name? I don't remember the character's name. You just threw me. So here's Summer, Haley Duff. Now she looks like Haley Duff. <laughs> like, not really different at all, just darker She looks hair. more like Hillary Duff now, though, than she did then. <laughs> Deb, okay. You do Deb third. This is ridiculous. Right. Well, Back then, Deb looked like Deb. Yeah. Maybe, she, maybe Lexi Hope is a big uh, Lizzie McGuire stan. You know, I talked about Napoleon Dynamite with Reliant K in real life when the movie was new, so... And she... She looks exactly the same in a good way. She just looks made up. It's like they took Deb and they took her to Macy's and gave her a proper makeover. She did not (laughs) age. Didn't age a day. Maybe Deb was already an adult, and that's the the key. Right. Where it was like, you know, she was in her 20s and, like, now she's in her 30s or whatever. (laughs) I also want to mention that our 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 podcast friends, the reminiscent, the reminiscent, the reminiscent podcast, who I've not had a chance to listen to, but now I have no excuse. I have to listen to them. They did an episode specifically about this song. Their episode was fifty minutes. Ours is approaching two hours, and it's the second time we've done it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to give a little shout out to them. They follow us on social media. We interact once in a while, and they did a fifty-minute episode about this song so good for them that they can keep it that concise uh one thing that did not exist when we originally did this we just got people to listen to us talking for two hours and we didn't even do the cover section nobody could bounce when we started the cover (laughs) section (laughs) ah we gotcha exactly well now we're into the real cover section so here is a version of the song that did not exist when we originally did this episode this is the sparrow sleeps and I remember that oh, was nice. an early surprise for us on this podcast to discover that there were no lullaby tributes of Reliant K when we originally started this podcast in 2018. Now, Sparrow Sleeps has released their album. What's it called? <laughs> From the album Zzz. It's like, mm-hmm, but it's all Z's. Like, go to sleep, kid. So here's their cover of Chapstick, Chap Lips, and Things Like Chemistry.
very nice. I love the the chubby little baby arm holding the, <laughs> the sunflower. The sunflower, super oh, cute. Now we don't have anything specific, special to announce. We're not have we're not pregnant, but as you know, if you've been listening to us for a while, Jessica and I have been trying to get pregnant for years, and we are going forward with IVF. We have saved up the money. We've had family help us out, and it's a very expensive process. It's taken out alone. Insurance taken out alone. <laughs> And we're going forward with it. So if uh, you pr- have been praying for us at all, pray specifically for us, please, that, you know, our first attempt at IVF will work. And that, you know, there won't be any uh, complications following that. Yes, thank That's you. what we need prayer for specifically so that when we have a baby, we can play them Sparrow Sleeps. So there's one other cover specifically that I wanted to... Oh, no, actually, there's something else I'm going to end on. But um, here's this... I don't think I don't think I found this last time. So since we're approaching two hours, probably not going to go back and revisit the, uh, the last oh, episode. Yeah, we were going to do that. Well, here's Ultraviolet Swag on YouTube, and this is their backyard full band cover. Do they have a at, nose? What? Do they have what? A nose? A nose? Ultraviolet? Oh, right. The movie Ultraviolet starring Mila Jovovich is shot in such a way that it doesn't look like she has a nose. <laughs> the, the lights it's very so my hot. space of them. Yeah. Um, so this is a backyard cover for Steve's graduation party. Nice. <laughs> so here is uh, this live backyard band playing the song Chapstick. Fast and loose with some of the lyrics. I'm wasting all these daytime minutes. Lots of fun. I love the dads in the background gardening or something. I'm not really (laughs) sure. Maybe he's he's acting as their their uh, tech guy. So before I get to the last cover that I have here, let's actually listen to a little bit of our original podcast and see how did we sound. What are we at right now? I have no idea what episode number this is. <laughs> something like 320-something, right? And how did we sound 120, you know, 119-something episodes ago? This is how we sounded back then. Danny, what did you do to your face? I had my phone surgically fashioned to my jawbone. That's right. I actually put paper towels in my mouth to sell because the opening it's bit. Fitting, it's fitting for a song this week. Now we can podcast from anywhere. So let's skip ahead. So here's 10 minutes into the episode. Chapstick, chap lips, and things like chemistry. I'm not even sure we said the title yet. That's the title that we're talking about today. Something's never changed. Did I even say the episode? <laughs> only picking out episode the first maybe? tracks off of the studio albums. 
mm-hmm. and kind of getting the progression. Hi, looking I'm, at the little I'm Danny from the single digit episodes. How's everybody doing? I'm not over the top. I'm not too much just yet. Exact same theme, but in opposite ways. The first one was all about wanting to fix your mistakes. The second one was all uh, pressing on was all about accepting your mistakes. Mm -hmm. This song is just like total fun. It's just like, hey, we're going to the amusement park. I feel like I do the same thing to you now. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's so funny. Yeah. I didn't think about I didn't I didn't because we're always talking about songs where Tease and messes up his relationships and wants to set them back and wants to fix them like oh my god Tyson, please please what but i didn't think about that yeah the first two episodes we did hello mcfly and pressing on are about how much you've messed up your relationships and i guess i'm getting to it in this episode in this old episode but that's not the focus of chapstick unlike the first two albums where that's the f- opening focus of the album but in both cases, but in this case, there is a bridge where Tyson is still like, when it comes to relationships, I'm the dumbest one. So he still throws in a little thing at the end. So that's like the theme of Reliant K and Tyson's writing is how I mess up relationships. Here is uh, 40 minutes into the episode. Let's see how we sounded once we got real deep. Oh my God. And just, An and, and and just <laughs> as usual, I was about to talk and you were like, no, no, I'm going to cut you no, off. No, 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 no. Oh, excuse me, Jeff. <laughs> Yes, just excuse me. I'm gonna press play on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward because you were about to talk. Okay, t- 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 let me play more of this episode. <laughs> they go to like grandma's house and grandma is like dressed like, and grandma and grandpa are just like good Charlotte. I'm playing it silently in the background right now. There's just old people. Rocking oh out right, with good Charlotte. we talked about but, like, all the other music videos that use the idea of like elderly people like, rocking out or elderly people in an old folks home rocking out. Gotcha. There are so many other videos. I forgot You're about that. You're just excited yeah. because the king signed somebody right now. I am, sorry. <laughs> wow, we were talking about hockey that early, Actually, huh? We were talking about it. Okay. I take a pause to look at that. But I forgot how, history. like, Jessica's always loved hockey, but she really got into hockey in so, the last couple of years. You, you know with... me, always got that cell phone fastened to my jawbone. You're sweet. Um, You're a good <laughs> podcaster. I'm not at all, but thanks. Here's an hour into the episode, Let's, and then this will be the last one. And not being able to go on the stupid field trip because you forgot to tell the You're reading the a blog here. Yes. For those who don't know. That's boring. <laughs> not you with the blog. A park. Here's 115 into in the episode. Community park. There are a few muggles in the area, but there should be no You're reading more blogs. Inconspicuous. What did we find? I'm so scared. Oh, it's a fanfic, I think. Oh, God. I can't escape the fanfic. Regardless of what the coordinates say. Listen to how scary. Oh, you don't know what you're in for. Like, I'm so like, ooh, what did we find? Like, you got no idea. What's happening? If you need additional hints, you have to I'm click so, this link. I'm so forlorn. Oh, no, it's a scavenger hunt, maybe? And this is connected something? to Chapstick How? To Chapstick? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I don't know. That's the new it's catchphrase of Sadie Hawkins' pod. It's always been the catchphrase of Sadie Hawkins' pod. It's just called Chapstick Chaplips and things like chemistry. So I have a question. If How I, many beats if per I minute is this song? I don't know. Why are you allowed to have a music podcast? I don't know. And, and we've, we've never talked. Talk- yeah, we've never talked about this. We talked about this in our personal lives. Is that yeah. in personal conversations? Is that I think 
a lot of people talk about how MXPX was quote unquote marketed or whatever. <laughs> what are you talking about, Danny? Shut the which is completely <laughs> shut up. <laughs> which doesn't make any sense for the chronology because MXPX and Blink One Eight Two basically. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Blink One Eight Two. I'm talking about Blink One Eight Two ripping off <laughs> MXPX. That's always vital talk. So there you go. That's what we sounded like a hundred and something episodes ago. Not much different. No. Nope. <laughs> We're nothing if never improving. <laughs> So last video I have here, and then we'll get out of here. Oh, and then we get to do the rating system that we didn't have back then. Here is just the best freaking guitar cover I think I have ever found for Reliant K. Look at this. I think this is, this might be, let me fast forward a little bit. Oh my goodness gracious. It is a buff, buff torso of a man. I think this is like Shirtless someone from the Crow Mags or something. This is like a hardcore. <laughs> this is like a New York hardcore guy. Dark room. Very dark cursed room, but it's not the kind of YouTube curse that we're always coming across. This is like an adult, well, you know, well fit man with tattoos. And he's just playing the guitar in the dark. Oh my gosh! And then the camera fall like goes down a little bit. Wait, wait, give me, give me the phone. Oh no, she's gonna figure out who this guy is and marry him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if he's he's wearing pants or not. <laughs> uh, right on. More power to you. That was uploaded by J Picard eighty one six years ago. Only has eight views. <laughs> Really? Wow. So, yeah, everyone go check out Jay Picard's chest and his tats and his uh, his uh, guitar. Yep. And while you do that, we'll get to rate this song now. So, Jessica, do you like this song more the same or less than before we did this episode? I like it more. I definitely like it more as well. Uh, actually, you know, adding to putting it together in the context of all the Reliant K songs we've talked about over the years and realizing that it is a flat out, I think it's better than Mood Rings. And it's, I think it's a song that should have remained a staple throughout the decades. And it hasn't, unfortunately, of their live show. I flat, I think this is like one of the best Reliant K songs. I don't know if it's in my top five, but it's probably right now in my top 10. Let's get emotional dudes to all wear dude rings. <laughs> So we'll get tipped off to when they're going to punch a hole in the drywall. 